Let us remember we are always and everywhere in the holy presence of God. Hello, this is Rick, and welcome to the Presence Podcast, episode number 37, year two. Astute listeners, once again, will realize that I am recording from my classroom at my lunch hour on Thursday, and this is about yesterday, Wednesday. And it actually is appropriate, I think, that I'm recording from my classroom because the story that I'm going to tell, which was my God Presence moment yesterday, took place right here, sort of, in my classroom. I'm glad you're here whatever time and place it is for you, for me to share with you how I kept my eyes, my ears, and my soul open yesterday to experience the Holy Presence of God. Thank you for being here, and as I mentioned, the episode starts in my classroom. So if you've listened to me before, you know that I have freshmen that I teach, and freshmen bring their own interesting uh, quirks and ways of being, and quite honestly, I really enjoy teaching freshmen. I think the energy and the openness and the enthusiasm and plain out cuteness and goofiness and funniness of them is, uh, is really something I enjoy. So yesterday, seventh period, a student came in, a girl student, and she said, Mr. Kohut, um, such and such um, needs your help because his keyboard fell out the window. That's what she said. Now, let me unpack a little bit of this here. So every student at the school where I teach has a device, and the devices that we are using now for the second year are basically like Microsoft Surface, generic, um, cheaper version of that. And um, the keyboard does detach. It's like a magnetic keyboard that makes it into basically a tablet. So you probably can imagine this. Well, apparently this student, so I, I wasn't really sure at this point what exactly happened. So I asked the girl student, now the boy who it was his computer um, came into the, he was in the classroom by this point and he was pretty embarrassed and I, I could understand why. And he's also quite shy, so he didn't really want to tell me the details. But the girl was happy to tell me the details. So my first question was, did it fall out of the first floor? Because we are on the first floor of two in my building. And they said, yes, it did fall out of the first floor. So that was good news. Secondly, I said, well, which classroom did it fall out of? And she said, oh, it's, it's the one across the hall. And she pointed to the classroom. Now at this point, I knew that I had to take action because the kids are not allowed at this point, they used to be able to go out to where the outside of that particular window is, but they're not allowed to anymore. So I needed to be the one to go out there. So I did. Now, a little bit of background to tell the story. It's been raining here lately. Also, we had a lot of snow melt from last Friday, which I've talked about on the podcast already. And the building that I'm in at the school um, tends to pool water up against the building. Anytime it rains, it, it pools water. And as I stepped out, I saw the, the keyboard immediately, and it had fallen into a puddle. And it wasn't just any puddle, it was a big puddle. And this puddle... Uh, fortunately, the keyboard did not fall keys down into the puddle because at that point it probably would be lost. It had fallen sideways 
into the puddle. So it was um, only half of the, the, the one side of the keyboard was in and the keys themselves were not wet except for just a few of them. So there was hope that if I could retrieve, rescue, save this keyboard, it would be operable. Now at this point, I start very gingerly walking through the mud and through the, uh, and begin to step into the water when I realize that the water is actually pretty deep, like maybe two inches in this particular place, and that if I step any further, my shoes are going to get wet. Now, here's where I think the God Presence moment begins. It's that I wore the right shoes yesterday, all right? Now, I have different shoes that I wear to work, and the shoes that I wore yesterday uh, really were my best shoes for the task which I was undertaking. They weren't boots, they weren't waterproof, but they were more like sneakers in that um, they could sustain a little bit of water. So I felt confident stepping forward. Had they been other shoes and the shoes that I'm wearing today and shoes that I wear most days, um, I would not be doing this because it would ruin those shoes very quickly and completely. So I think that was a God presence moment when I was that morning, yesterday morning, getting ready to put my shoes on. I think that was a little nudge in the right direction. So I gingerly stepped into the puddle, felt the water flowing into my shoes, felt my socks getting kind of wet, not soaked, and retrieved the keyboard because it was right there. At this point, the teacher who was in that classroom, she was looking out the window um, and watching this. Um, theoretically, someone could have reached out of the window maybe and, and grabbed the keyboard, but they might have knocked it face down and, and ruined it in the reaching for it. So it was really good that I retrieved it the way that I did. So then I took the keyboard back to my classroom and um, a number of students were drying it off and the student, the boy whose keyboard it was, was very grateful. He thanked me like three times for it and I felt that I had done a good deed. Now, this is the main part of my God presence moment for yesterday, but there's actually a, a little addendum that I want to make. So stay with me through the break, and I'm going to add a little bit of an unrelated story from today, actually, but I think it relates to this particular story. So please stay with me through the break. Well, thanks for staying with me through the break. So I wanted to add this little piece from this morning. This was definitely a God presence moment, but I don't think it's going to warrant its own episode today. So I just want to mention it here with, and then connect it to yesterday's, okay? So I'm really into coffee mugs, reusable travel coffee mugs. Uh, there is an episode that I did a while back. I was going to look the date up, but I, I can't right now that um, I talked about the previous reusable coffee mug that I had. I actually had an interview with it, believe it or not. Go back into the library, the feed, and, and find it if you'd like. But I bought a new one just the other day and highly rated. It is awesome. Every website talks about how great it is. It is called a Zoro, Zoro Rushi. I'm not going to say more about it except that when you buy a Japanese mug like this, it comes with Japanese instructions, well, a lot of them. Fortunately, after I searched through the box, I did find the English instructions. Now, you might wonder, well, why do you need instructions to use a reusable coffee mug? Well, 
The answer is that the cap, the thing to look for in a reusable coffee mug or really any mug that is a travel reusable mug is how easily the cap comes apart to be washed and also how much, um, for lack of a better word, mechanics there are in the cup, in, in the lid, because that's actually why I am replacing my previous mug. It wasn't that the mug itself broke, it was that the mechanism that opens and closes it broke. And uh, that's problematic, of course. So this particular mug uh, disassembles very easily for cleaning, but there's a gasket that I wasn't really sure where it fit. And I took it off the other day to clean. I didn't pay attention to exactly where it fit. In the last couple of days, I've been struggling to get it on there and the mug hasn't really been closing properly. It closes, but it just doesn't close properly. And I was working really hard to stretch this gasket and bring it up to this one point on this, this piece, the, the, the part of the lid. And finally this morning, as I was doing this at 5.15 in the morning, I said, you know, I'm gonna look at the instructions again. So I went back to the box, found the English instructions, looked at a picture of this particular uh, part, and immediately it hit me that I was doing the wrong thing. The gasket actually goes lower on the piece, and I was trying to put it higher. So I put it lower, it fit perfectly, and when I tried to put it onto the mug, it screwed on perfectly. So I learned something. I learned that two things, little things matter, doing little things make a big difference, and keep it simple, right? Keep it simple. The simplest thing is often the best thing. Now, I think that was a God presence moment for me because I learned something, I learned something important, and I also was able to laugh at myself. And I think whenever I can learn something and whenever I can make a mistake and laugh at myself for it, I think those are both gifts of grace and therefore they're God presence moment because grace comes from God. And when I can recognize that and say thank you for it, it is a God presence moment. So how does it connect to rescuing my students' keyboard? Well, I think that was a little thing. It was not a big deal. And it was a little thing that allowed me to do that, choosing the right pair of shoes to wear. But it was a little thing that I did and not a big deal, but the student was so grateful. He was embarrassed and I know that he was worried that he wouldn't get it back and was wondering how would it happen. And because of the girl student who spoke up for him, and I thanked her for that, he was able to get this fixed. And I, was, I did a small thing, but I know it meant a lot and it made a big difference. Just like the little thing of putting the gasket in the right spot makes a big difference. So my question for you is what little thing have you done lately that has made a big difference? And how has God been present to you in that experience? How did you experience God's presence in the little thing that meant a lot? As always, thank you so much for sharing. Blessings and peace.